Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. So, let's start off with a really simple metric, um, a measuring stick of sorts. Um, how how are you doing with uh, your human genome, this human persona that you have? Now, I don't ever promote uh, busyness for busyness sake or some some level of quote performance unquote it it's not like we need treadmills to run on to make ourselves look busy but but then the flip side of that is kind of a a melancholy uh indifference uh, the notion that uh, that i know everything there is to know about myself. And um, I don't think that's really possible. In other words, we're, yeah, we're these gigantically huge souls and we're somehow shoehorned into this physical body and then we grow an ego. The day we were born, we didn't have an ego. And then we grow an ego and then our sense of self <laughs> moves into our ego and then we think we know what's going on. You see what I'm getting at? Our ego is a subset of this gigantic persona called our soul. And when I ask you a question, it's typically your ego that answers. So I'm super stoked about tonight's show. The topic tonight is the walking dream of the quantum, forever evolving. And our guest tonight is Kurt Bradley. We're going to bring him on in just a minute. But I want to go back to this notion of your metric, your measuring stick. And again, it's please, please understand I'm not talking about you're doing it right, you're doing it wrong. You have free will. You can do whatever the hell you want. But I suggest over the next decades, we're going to see people shatter the old metric, the old measuring stick of what a human persona looks like. There's people on the planet now that are, are shattering the old metric. You know, this... Uh, we're rounding 12 years of this show talking about you as a human persona, you as a human genome, you as a point of presence of this God consciousness and, uh, and how you doing? What are you capable of? What, what would fulfill you? What would bring a deeper sense of satisfaction into your life? And, and the reason I bring this up is um, our guest tonight, Kirk, really embodies so many different modalities. I, I think he's a, an excellent example of paying attention to your passion. 
and uh, I, I think we're going to have a great conversation. If I were to, for my own self, if I were to back up my life a few decades, or okay, maybe quite a few decades, my sense of self did not, <laughs> it did not have a, a podcast host on it, a published author, a public speaker, some spiritual philosopher. And when the uh, cosmic two by four cracked me open, I found out I was much bigger than I seem. My, the, if I were, um, as I learned to follow my passions, the diversity, the I guess I'd say richness of my life expanded, and it's it's just getting started. I've I've learned not to question when new inspiration comes into my life. Well, I don't want to take up too much time because I want to I want to get Kirk on the show and and get into it because he he really does bring a wonderful embodiment of of following his passions on on multiple through multiple modalities. Again, the topic tonight is the walking dream of the quantum forever evolving. That's the name of Kirk's latest book. Our guest tonight is Kirk Bradley. We're going to hear from Kirk Bradley, who has had an incredibly unique life journey within the professional worlds of rocket science, engineering development, and operations of water, power, and recycling technologies, not to mention business startups, kinetic art, and what he termed receiving downloads within the quantum world. Along his journey, he even endured time in Afghanistan as a civilian water quality specialist where some intense conditions helped dramatically influence his current vision quest. He's had such a wide range of colors on his professional palette to work with over the years, and he continues to do so. I'm excited for the show tonight. I think I think uh, we're going to get into it. Based on his new book, which we will hear about tonight, it becomes self-evident that these life experiences have resulted in some totally unique insights within a broader range of topics. Experiences that inspire you to think even more outside of the box while connecting the dots. Preparing you for developing ways of helping others in this unique time. I think it's time to get Kirk on the show. Kirk, thanks for joining us. Can you start the interview tonight by setting the tone and painting us a few key points that will help us get up to speed on why and where you and your team are at during this critical point along your journey? I'd love to, Les. Uh, Thank you for inviting me to speak on this uh, program you have that you've been doing for for so long and helping the world. Uh, You're a good man. Um, We appreciate your efforts in spreading positive energy. And I want to welcome everyone else and thank you for for listening. 
we're, we're about to venture into an ongoing vision of potentiality. So there's going to be some pretty cool stuff we're talking about. And uh, I just want to thank Les once again for giving me a chance to surface for air and give the public an update on the project. I I tend to go deep down the rabbit hole, as they say, as you're inventing and, and designing and, and doing the things we need to do for this project. Sometimes you just have to, um, you know, work on what's placed in front of you. But we've got people literally encircling the world right now that have been influential in forwarding this vision quest we have over the past few years. And, uh, you know, I can't mention everybody's names, but they're, you know, they're they're all over the place, um, both hemispheres and, and literally circling the world. And I send you ongoing love and positive energies, and, and thanks for what you've done these past uh, four years that uh, we've been kind of dealing with this uh, full time. Um, but what I want to start first with is just so so people understand where we're going. Um, we want to. Uh, I just want to read, show you the quick outline of where we want to go and, and and where we're heading. So, what I'm going to do right now is I'm just going to uh, get us to tune in here uh, as a first part. Then I'm going to historically get you up to speed. Then we're going to talk about some uh, some downloads uh, and some really cool stuff that's that's happened and and. Just uh, they're amazing. Um, I wouldn't have believed some of them if they didn't happen to me uh, recently. Then we can talk a little bit about some of the technology, and then we'll, then we'll have the synopsis. So feel free to chime in, Wes. Um, no worries. But okay, what what I wanted to do though um, is this: once we reference this, um, I want to start everyone out by by tuning in. Um, I know sometimes it's hard. And I've never done this before, so just work with me on this, everybody. Um, there's, I just want everybody to tune in, get a little energy balance, and maybe reset and connect by taking just a few seconds to get into what I call the I am quantum zone. Okay, I am quantum. This zone will help you absorb what, what you're about to receive and enhance your insight. Plus, it's just good for you. And as you already know, an effective method to do this and there's a lot of you out there that are uh, much more learned in this in this stuff. I know this works right here. It's an easy one. I want you to take three slow, very deep breaths, mentally directing the inflow of positive life breath, you know, to the body core, through your body core, through the extremities. So taking that deep breath really slow. Take it down to your stomach and feel it go to your feet and hands. And then reverse the outflow. That pulls out these negative energies as you methodically exhale. And you do this with focused intent. Um, I, I do it all the time for a lot of reasons. But I can instantaneously, within the first power surge, now you can keep doing this while I'm talking. I call it the first power surge. It's the tingle of the first breath. You can feel these energies mesh body. It gets you. It gets you charged. It gets. It gets me in a standing waveform, and it opens my mind. It allows me to relax, which you get to do too tonight for the next hour. Let go of the drama and the pain. Okay, you've you've earned this right to feel inner peace and subtly receive what the universe currently offers you personally. Or these experiences in the 
this multiverse I call it, or just but a dance of thoughts and energies that become realities manifesting. And it's just through, through many ways uh, they manifest, but you have to think it first. And we're all within this quantum nexus interconnected within kingdoms, interacting with our primal consciousness, which I call quantum, hence walking dream. Um, we are all quantum, and it's just different transitional levels of us as we journey through the infer- in- infinities. So tonight you get to own it, you guys. Just give yourself a break. We're powerful, eternal beings of light. And we are creators by inherent nature. And this is not just a random coincidence that we're all tuned into this conversation. Hopefully, the narrative we're going to talk about resonates. Um, just, uh, we're going to have some fun. So, you can keep breathing throughout the whole thing. I'm going to not be able to do that as much as you because i got to talk. But uh, let's get you up to speed. That's uh, the second part. I'll, I'll be kind of quick on this but because I don't like talking to my, about myself so much. But the editors and all my, my advisors and everybody that's been working with me that um, are extremely intelligent say this is important uh, for people to understand. So getting up to speed, I just call it the formative years. Um, you know, quick history, I was raised in a basic nuclear family in the 60s when social media was when children still grew in trees, you know, we built everything with scrap lumber, became Eagle Scouts on environmental projects, drew pictures of nature, played chess, talked guitar, read encyclopedias. I remember what those are. I guess I'm showing my age. It was a world which was, it was, see, we didn't have a lot of other stuff. But man, I remember when my dad brought home that, set of encyclopedias it was just incredible i had a galactic library right in front of my little six-year-old face i don't know sorry i'm reminiscing here um it was a world which was stirring for great changes the space age the age of aquarius the age of innocence and wonder but not to sound too presumptuous i think we were all somewhat acclimated to this collective narrative back then when with this generation, and we still have it now, is what we were expected to absorb into. Hence the phrase emerged. What do you want to be when you grow up? Well, so you know, there's going to be different names and different conditions, but we all have similar twists to different stories. Some were successful, some not so uh, much, but they were equally important. Uh, but uh, let's just say briefly so we don't... Um, you know, dwell on this stuff too much. I got a double dose reality at a career point high uh, about midlife on not getting the memo as we drank the Kool-Aid. And I call it C-O-O-L-8. It was just, we were, it was just so ego-based uh, back then. I was pretty, pretty blind, even though I didn't think I was. Um, and I, a lot of this stuff just had to happen. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I'm, I'm, I'm quoting Dickens. It was the age of wisdom, the age of foolishness, the spring of hope, and it was a winter of despair. So in the perfect storm of 2008, economic collapses and all that fun stuff, um, a friend, really good friend of mine, a business associate, over the years, he summed it up eloquently in a book I was given later that he wrote. I didn't even know he, he wrote it 
about it. But he mentioned that I really did lose about everything. Um, and just the fact that you continue moving forward, that's, that's what he was praying for. If you want to look at his book, it's called Looking for Answers Through Dirty Glasses, Finding the Divine in a Challenging World. That's Matt. Uh, but so, um, as the dominoes fell, as he described it, um, I, I really did lose everything. My business, my property, my family, everything. It just kind of crashed like dominoes. And I know all of you have experienced something goofy like this your whole life, maybe a few times. I don't know. Uh, but it's, it's 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 amazing what you learn from it. So in the end, or maybe I should say the, the beginning, I chose to sort things out and go deep into the mouth of the war beast, as they say. And I, I went to uh, Afghanistan to try to sort things out. I just wanted to, just to give you a feel for how deep you got to go sometimes to get reckless uh, to realize where it is. Um, this is where I actually had to end up. My ego was, was too large, and this is what the universe dealt me. Um, so I just briefly, I said, the sky and earth seem angry in Afghanistan. It has a surreal tint of scorched landscape and dusty orange glare, burning trash smell. It, smelled, it seems sad. The tortured stray dogs looked at us, disappointed with our behavior. The birds even screamed in rage, absorbing and emanating all the negative energy. They were numb, disturbed, and fearful like everyone else. You know, and sometimes I thought I'd died and gone to hell and nobody told me, but, you know, and I was waiting to meet the devil, but I realized then that maybe the devil lies within. I don't know. And then I realized, I don't think anybody even knows why they're mad anymore. Do any of us really know? Why were this mad? Why is this so alien to me? Why does this planet seem so different here? Um, so you got to you got to sometimes you know when you got a lot of time, these things go through your head. And I had um, I remembered when I was down there, and I was about a, a mile from Pakistan. On it was a hot fire base, Bob uh, Tillman. That you may have heard of that one. Um, but I remember Einstein once said a problem defined is half solved. So it seemed to me a good place to start. And it, it brought things in my mind in the background ambience of RPGs. It, it brought terror, silence, nothingness, consequence. But I thank those things for its clarity. I, I truly do. Um, I had a, a self-realization there that was pretty brutal. Um, and in this self-realization, the only reason I bring it up is because every, they're so dysfunctional. If any of you have uh, pieces of these traits in your life, you, you may find that maybe one of the reasons you're not, you're not fully centered or whatever you want to call it. Maybe it's just part of the time, but let me just list real quick what it is. Excessive pride. Sometimes you get closet materialism. Really want that another Ferrari, and you don't want to talk about it though. You know, ego-based logic, enabling dysfunctional human relationships, creating illusion or distortion through unrealistic perceptions, using stubborn denial as a driver, and then you know sometimes you you see this a lot nowadays, embracing selective truths while quietly dismissing alternative truths that seem inconvenient. And then you can 
can always numb your senses and disrupt your internal flow of energies. Never finding time to get true balance. You lose your true identity. You forget to strategically step back and breathe. And in retrospect, these traits, they sneak up on you. They just don't work. The good news is, every one of those things I just said, just do the reverse of it, and you're going to be really happy. So, enough of that nonsense. Sometimes you find answers when you're looking through dirty glasses. Sometimes you find yourself in the middle of nowhere. And sometimes in the middle of nowhere, you find yourself in search for higher universal truths. So, well, very, Wes? Well, very nice. Um, the, I, I like how you talked about um, the fragmentation of your ego or who you were before the awakening, so to speak. And, and I was alluding to some of that when the show was starting, that our egos can have this sense of, I mean, imagine yourself, Kirk, uh, many decades ago and and having not been cracked open, so to speak. Uh, how... I mean, how can you even have a context of how vast you are until you go through these these purging or these cleansing processes? Um, you, you you can't, Wes. You can't. You have to be purged. I, my whole body is buzzing with energy right now when you said that. It's pure truth. Well, now, let's take a look at some of what you're working on. I mean... Can you tell us about the your quantum nexus well-being centers, um, harmonics chambers with virtuosity, 3D, and other integrated technologies that you're pursuing? I'd, I'd love to, brother. Um, let me let me preface that a little bit on some um, just so people can. Uh, understand me a little bit better than how my mind thinks it's it's pretty unusual i've i've been told i've been odd most of my life or i'm not sure what the word is i don't know you've been called a lot of things i guess by the time you make it my age but um i i am creative and and my my brain thinks differently but so you're about to venture into an ongoing vision of potentiality through interpretations of which i've seen expressed in my mind's eye sporadically over the years and some of them were unrealized until recently, until when I got back from Afghanistan in about 2011, during what I call the Art of the Infinities healing period. Um, I gotta admit, I was pretty messed up back then. It was uh, a major collapse. I was, you know, you're just, you're looking at tracers in the sky, and and you're just wondering, okay, what's next? Well, when I got back. Um, I started getting these downloads, and they were systematically amplified and accelerated logarithmically, and they were coming to me through my art. I call it the art of the infinity's healing period. And, well, you know, many many wonders are discussed in my manuscript, and, and you can see this art and all this stuff later if you want to, you know, choose to get a, um, a book. In retrospect, um, or I'm connecting the dots here, there's one portal opening, and that's what I'm calling it because it's so, so profound. 
that I would like to share tonight. It was in a sound healing ceremony in the summer of 2019, which really, you know, was a catalyst after these these years of, you know, seven years of art downloads and, and, and some of the engineering drawings coming through that at the time, and then everything just amplified. Um, at this sound healing ceremony in 2019, I experienced uh, what people would call the third eye magnifying and being sealed open. Uh, I didn't know anything about this stuff until just recently. In fact, I I quietly uh, disbelieved it. But now I've, I've just had so many things happen to me, and I've seen so many things in what people call the, the medical physical metaphysical world. I, I I call the quantum physical because there's there's so much reality there. Yeah, there's there's nonsense in science. There's nonsense in everything. Certain degrees of it, certain percentages of it. But there's some really powerful stuff here. So during this activation of the sound healing uh, ceremony, it was it was just. I can't describe it other than the fact that since then, I've designed 20 additional pages of forward-thinking water power and well-being harmonics chamber equipment. I did the engineering, the architectural drawings. We developed business models. Uh, we're attempting to design, build, and operate a nexus of well-being modalities. And with this, over the past few years, has come an additional five paintings related to the well-being center that we're uh, uh, currently trying to manifest, where 30-plus quantum physical components are represented. And so most of which I speak of is published within this 140-page manuscript, along with some of these milestone experiences, but um, I just can't talk about them all right now. There's just not enough time. Um, but but I do want to I do want to read one thing here that has something to do with that. Sound healing ceremony. Now, sound healing frequencies, are, or sound frequencies, are a very powerful modality for bringing one into many states of being. This has been going on for thousands of years, guys, um, and it's it's just it is. They they design buildings around the harmonics that, that create this this energy um, that resonates with you. It's a proven scientific, religious, and metaphysical principle. has many applications. It's been used, utilized in countless cultures to this day and age. Um, that's one thing that really got some of this stuff rolling. So, um, let me see where I'm at here. What I want to do, you asked me that question about the, uh, this will help enlighten you if I can find the right page on some stuff that happened on some of these visions that have happened after this or, or downloads or whatever you call them. This is how I got the center. It came to me in a lucid dream. All right. It came about three o'clock in the morning and, and I saw it in, in my mind's eye. And that's usually when things open up for me. It was the Nexus Wellbeing Center rising from the ocean and it looked organic and to me, it felt like a living entity. Um, there's just some really, you know, more details we could talk about. We don't have time now, so I'll just I'll just briefly go through a little bit of the story. Um, this this actually happened in the dream, and it has happened through some other things that um, afterwards, where it's, it's it's even amplified the power within me. Um, when I was wading into 
I was ascending a double helix, and I felt a gradual uh, change taking place with each step. It seemed to resemble the mist evaporating from a dense fog on the forest floor. My, my eyes were blurring in these dimensions, and I noticed uh, that the ambient radiance seemed to overcome and replace it once I got up into the center, where all the colors, sounds, and aromas were evidently amplified and from normal background levels. And as I entered the upper grounds into this complex, which we're, we're trying to build, I sensed that I was beginning an in-depth rite of passage or journey. So as I was awakening within the eye of the nexus, that's, that's what we're calling it in the, in the central building, deeper into my walking dream meditative state, and you could feel uh, your, across your skin, you know how you can feel it tingle when you're charged in the room? Or whatever, but yeah, I, I believe we have right. spiritual veins. Uh, I, I believe we have physical veins, and I believe we have mental veins, which are actually the quantum consciousness. But these were all just buzzing and vibrating to the point where um, language is too limiting to describe it. But simply put, I, I was just being. It was just being. And so I, I got into this center and in, in, in this dream and the. And, and by the way, after I had this, I got up and designed everything as much as I could on a paper, and then I spent the next few weeks, we got into AutoCAD and stuff like that, but that's that's also another story. But when we were walking about in here, um, the, the vortex motions were both reflecting and concentrating as they amped up. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, some of the stuff that was happening was bouncing off me, and, and some of it was focusing in on me uh, through this healing medium. Yeah, the architecture was designed where the structures were bringing you into alignment, uh, resulting in a, a powerful symmetry of uh, a, a form-enhancing potential to transmit energy. And so we're blocking out all these all these waves we don't want, like 5D, and inside we're just focusing on what we need. And when I looked around, I most noticed there was a you know, rotating markup of field emitter and its geometry. Uh, there was powerful somatics patterns, uh, which is, you know, sound, sound science. Very powerful and very real tonal expressions um, that were helping the body heal. There was enhanced oxygen concentration. The crystal light and the chakra energies directed at you and the trance-inducing sounds of the singing spheres it was just all there coming at you, and, and it's, it was like it was a life form. This, this, this center became alive, trying to help us to see when you're shown. And so after this happened, I, I rose, and after a few minutes, I, I got back, and what was it? It looked like a conductive ring on the golden pathway to help me ground. And uh, as I studied the outstretching panoramic murals and mountains and waters on this hologram, in the, the, the center hallway in the nexus, it took me a few minutes to gain my normal sense. But I felt serene, powerful, and energized. So that is me attempting to solidify the first 40 pages of the book of what you can feel when we get into this stuff um, and, and where we're heading regarding uh, this project. So... 
Well, what you're what you're talking about here is is very powerful. Um, uh, the quantum nexus well-being centers, as you're describing them, is really a, a a very powerful transformational modality for for human beings. And we've talked in length on the show about the transformation that you've gone through, and 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 how deeply the cleansing, so to speak, reached into your psyche. And then you turn around and you share the sound healing ceremony of 2019. And you're starting, um, um, you get these um, articulate visions from, from the, that lucid consciousness within your persona and you, Kirk, are bringing that into physical form and that will create a, a vehicle of, of quantum nexus well-being centers where people can come and, and in a much shorter period of time perhaps have a, a very transformative experience within their own persona based on on the vision that visions you've received about what these centers um, are are how they're built what they're made out of the modality I mean you, you talked in length about in that dream in that first perhaps encounter with that how how the center itself held such a powerful um, um, potential of, of uh, transformation, and uh, and now you're bringing it into physical form. If that's not <laughs> the thing itself, I mean, inspiration into form, inspiration into form. I mean, you, you're doing it. Uh, so, um, how, how do you see these uh, wellness centers uh, being developed uh, on the planet? Well, what's what's nice about this, and at first I didn't I didn't realize this, but the, um, upon you know lengthy thought and contemplation and and how things evolved as as we were moving along, um, we we have we understand that this this represents a group consciousness gathering area where there's, you know, this, it's like the size of a football field disc that you know, we had designed and ready to roll in off the coast in Alaska. I mean, we've even got tidal engines pumping it. We've got this, this clean energy producing system that, that puts off, you know, 24 hour a day water treatments and, you know, based on some of my previous patents and that actually turn EPA Superfund water into, you know, site runoff water into drinking water. I'm calling that the Star Nexus system. Star Nexus system, and it creates also these these different modalities. There's about three or four different types of engines that have, have come through to me. And keep in mind, these when I ran an R&D company for uh, it was a commercial one for 14 years. I I had a bunch of engineers working with me and stuff. Some of it came like this, but this is this is such new stuff. It, it's being downloaded to me the way I can connect and understand it through different codes, 3D art forms, kinetic art, lucid experiences, and symbols 
and it, it usually shows up in, in, in some of my art. You look at this, this last painting, it was it has thirty engineering concepts within it and it's you know, it's, it's not that great of a painting, it's pretty good, but um it, it's it's a blueprint. And then uh, Mike, uh, Mountain Mike I call him, good good friend of mine. He's our AutoCAD guy. He called me up out of the blue three years ago and said, hey, I've heard about you. Well, what can we do? And I said, well, what can you do? And I can do AutoCAD. And I said, you're hired, but I can only pay you karma coupons. You know, and he, he was all over it, still been helping us. And there's been so many people that have showed up that way. But what I'm saying is we, we get this down through the art. Um, I get it downloaded that way or, or, or through other visualizations. And some of this stuff is so out there, it's, you know, it's, very potential, and um, we just we just got to start building some of these these new energy producing systems that that I think are uh, very 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 forward thinking, and so much that I just I just published them. I didn't want to hold it up in a patent office or anything like that, but I just published all the prints. And so, but what in answer to your question, we can do this on a small scale as we're building the larger centers, and that's what we're calling the quantum virtuosity um, aspect of it to where these quantum harmonics chambers, we we're, we think we can get some units that are about home-sized and without going into the full details of what we're doing, but everything we have to develop for the center, we can also, you know, in a supersized mode, we can shrink it down into these smaller units where we can get people coming and showing up in, in smaller crowds and, and, and hopefully potentially into their homes um, and what we call it is uh, they're under it's both virtually and within the quantum harmonic centers they the modalities overlap and they're similar and so we're, we're calling it in a, a phased implementation approach called the quantum virtuosity 3d2 um, where we can actually get what we're calling Trinity pulses from each individual patron or, or uh, you know person that's involved um, find out a little bit more about them, focus and amplify where their needs are um, through getting, you know, various methodologies to get information back and forth. It's, it's a two-way street. And, and we can we can customize these healing modalities to, to you know, get this structured water into you, to, to focus on the areas that, that aren't working right on you, to help you rebalance your energy field. Um, because... In the long run, what it boils down to is you are the healer. The power, there's a spontaneous power of healing in belief. Our bodies are designed to heal themselves. Our DNA is designed to restructure itself. We are creators. We have to just provide the right environment, get people on the right tone, get your energy fields to relax and receive the healing that it'll happen. And so we create the environment so we can do it on a big scale. Picture it like, you know, one of those massage chairs at one of the stores that you you just sit in and then you'd you'd obviously have some more stuff around you and, and we'd have some structured water areas where we could um, you know, get this into your body and create calming energy fields around you and then also focus down into the spots where we need to plus work on some of the mental aspects of what what you need to see in here to, to help you heal yourself 
And so, you know, this is this is a dream. I don't know. There has to be a reason. I'm so obsessed with this for the for the past few years. And there's so many blueprints, and there's so many people helping us out. Um, I really think we're moving in the right direction. Well, and certainly, so, certainly you are. I mean, you're you're birthing uh, really a, a new modality, a new um, a new way of living. Actually, I mean, uh, and and you gotta. I would expect this uh, to evolve over time. Whenever, <clears throat> whenever we get technology, like imagine the very first automobile, it just had a stick to stir, to steer with, pardon me, and you just move the stick back and forth. Um, and then we evolved into a steering wheel, and that, that improved. You're getting this download of this of this very powerful um, uh, quantum healing center, and uh, Kirk, don't don't um, forget that it's the human persona that's walking through the front door, the human genome, the, and w- whenever your intention is to help humanity recognize its own divinity, recognize its own true potential, the the effect, the impact of these centers to humanity is going to be extremely profound. And you're just getting started. So, I mean, really, kudos to you. I mean, you're talking about downloading this this vision of of a modality to transform the human condition in an individual well, i mean go ahead well we're we are spearheading i'm just calling it the quantum nexus group we're just we're just gathering people talented individuals developing these futuristic water and power technologies it, it helped that i ran a commercial r&d company for so long and I've been in this world and kind of taken some of this this high tech uh, aerospace technology and turned it into new engines that'll work here in the centers. That'll, you know, I don't want to call it free energy because then everybody thinks you're. Uh, let's just turn it on and see what happens. But it's it's really it's really going to be some cool stuff. And you know we've got teaching curriculums. We're we're integrating we're integrating technologies. There's I'm I'm collecting a whole bunch of really smart people around me, and that's how things happen. Um, and, and I'm inviting people to join, uh, one way or another, whatever they can do. Contact us on um, on the email. Get involved in this project. Get the manuscript. You know you can easily experience just by doing this if you. Um, we want to let people experience the spontaneous healing of belief. We can make you better. We can make you feel better if you get your energies right, if you get your thoughts right, if you get your, your the rest of the balanced things in life. Um, we, we have the spontaneous, we get spontaneous insight from the Akashic. Uh, and for people, that's what I call downloads in space. People call it a lot of things. I didn't even know what an Akashic record was, but that's, I guess that's what it's called.
information out there, the, 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 it's just there, and then we can tap into it. And then there's this spontaneous benefits of creating a heart, mind, and energy balance approach to your life. So what we want you to do, we want you to assist in manifesting creations of light. However you do that, however your skill sets are, we, we, we're all connected together. We were all come out of the same third generation stars. We're all quantumly connected. It took three stars to make the elements in our bodies. We are special. We are a crown of creation, and we need to do good things. So that's why I wanted to talk about this tonight. I just want to get people to think that way. We're waiting for this great event to happen, you know, and there's going to be a lot of those to happen. But guess what, everybody? We are the event. We are the event. We are the ones that have to change the thought process on this planet to get people to manifest good, to pick the things that are better for us than the things that are negative. And we all have that capacity, and we're all brothers and sisters, so let's just do it. So... That's about all I can say tonight, except thanks less for everything. And, um, well, you know, I, you don't you don't get off that that easy. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, okay, I still got some. So 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 uh, let's do a little daydreaming, Kirk. So imagine okay. yourself. Imagine yourself. I don't know your life. Just roll with it. You're 25 years old. You have no idea what's coming down the pike, all the, all the technologies you'll immerse into. But but imagine your sense of self. And that's kind of what I was alluding to at the beginning of the show. Um, we grow our sense of self and, and we can kind of uh, plateau or or stall or stagnate, not in a in a bad way, but I mean through multiple stories that you've shared with us tonight, the the sound healing ceremony and and um, the lucid uh, information coming through your dreams. So to compare yourself when you were 25 to who you are today, and you're not done expanding yourself, you're just getting started, how would you describe your perception of your life now that you're cracked open, so to speak? It was a it was a staged walking dream that had to take place in order for me to see what I'm shown. Leonardo da Vinci said this. He said there are those who see. Three kinds of people. Those who see, those who see when they're shown, and those who never see. Okay, and I just, I'm seeing stuff that I... I, it just wasn't convenient to believe was real. And so what I've termed in the, in the book is called science fraction. Um, we have to blend um, sources of, of, of truth from wherever they come from, um, if they're truth. We have to mix science and quantum physics, is, which is our quantum um, consciousness, the the metaphysical. Sometimes there's a blend over some of these things we can't understand, um, and and so and, unless it's proven mathematically or your five senses can see it, everybody dismisses it. And I'm I'm so not like that anymore. I, I look at everything and then I I let my 
let my um, my heart center um, calculate whether it's true or not, and then I'll move that direction. But I don't automatically dismiss something because I mean I can tell you stories. I probably drove a lot of my friends nuts. I mean, at working with NASA, no one no one wanted to be the alien guy. Um, <laughs> you know, to talk about that kind of stuff, even though you know nobody's nobody knows this diagram I'm looking at right now that uh, was put together by some extremely brilliant people when I was um, hot firing rocket engines and scramjets. They're saying in, in 2050 um, we're going to meet emergence of Homo sapiens as an intergalactic intergalactic species. <clears throat> well. That's only 30 years from now, guys. I think we're going to see some changes. And if I look at this timeline when I was doing the shuttle and some of these other programs um, back up until the 90s, they were pretty on, on top of the game here. So we're going to see some incredibly cool stuff happening here um, over this next little while. And we get to be a part of it. This is an exciting, wonderful time to be around. And, you know, the, the dark side or whatever you want to call it, um, they don't want us to feel this joy. They don't want us to help in this. They just want to distract us with with things that really are not relevant. And, and, can, and you know, just lose the fear, everybody, and, and move forward and, and enjoy each day. Uh, but as in answer to your questions, Les, I had no idea when I was 25, even though I was I had it together pretty good for being that age. Um, you know, I was. I was building the utilities complex when I was in college, when I was 25. Uh, but I had no clue it was getting involved to this. You know, I was just Kirk, the water treatment guy. And now we're doing that, you know, in exponential levels to where the stuff we're going to do, and, and uh, hopefully we can we can get this rolling pretty soon on some more experiments I want to run. We can impregnate the water and, and make it do lots of cool things that are going to help us heal faster, and um, so we're, you know, I, I'm going to give up a few times, but like you said, I I think I'm still getting getting started, and I'm not tired yet, so I'm going to keep moving. <laughs> well, nice. Now, we've only got a few minutes left. I want to make sure the audience knows about your book, The Walking Dream of the Quantum, Forever Evolving. Tell tell the audience how they can get a copy of your book and anything else that you want to share with our audience, your website, whatever. Well, um, I, I started out, it was just going to be a manuscript to, to collect everything into one document. And I, I met some gals that were great editors that told me I needed to turn it into a book. And we're kind of using it as a hand, hand manual now. You know, engineers always have to have manuals. So that's kind of what it is. I only printed 100 copies, and um, so I've got it in electronic form too. But you just, you just, uh, I've only got a, you know maybe 20 left. I've just been collecting people with with those books to get them turned on to the project. Um, so you can just go to uh, you know quantumnexusllc.com. That's that's the little website we put together where you can order the book, but. If we're out of books here shortly, which we probably will be, you can you can get an electronic copy. I just want people to see what's going on. I want them to read it. And I I, uh, I wish I had the capacity to just 
distribute everything for free, and that'll that'll probably happen someday soon in the future. But I'm not doing this to make money on books, but you, you need to have a book if you really want to see what's going on. So um, just go to the website, and you can contact me on walkingdream at uh, quantumnexusllc.com, and, and we can communicate email that way, you know. But get in the loop, everybody, if you feel like you can do anything. And, and if you don't want to do anything involved with us, that's okay. What I want you to do is just be positive and think good things and, and heal and get better and, and say kind things to people and, and spread positive energy. That's what we're trying to do. And uh, we are the event. We are the ones changing the consciousness of this planet. And that's the only way things are going to change is if we change our thought process. And and we could do this lots of ways. So, you know, just check out this, check out that site, and you can, uh, and you can kind of get a feel for it. And I've got, I've got some of my art, and just some of my random things that I, I do on, on Instagram. It's just scramjetx30. That's, that's my Instagram account. You can see what's going on there. We got a little bit there, but uh, I really haven't been actively engaged in you know, publishing much of anything, getting out there and, and doing promotions because we've been, we've been busy rolling up our sleeves on, you know, designing blueprints and, and getting to this point. But now, now we've got to stay surface for air for a while and, and get a few more people involved. So, so join us if you want to have some fun. We'll, we'll figure out how that works later. But, man, we're going to need a lot of smart people to do this. I, I see these centers all over the world. I'm going to put them all over ley lines. A lot of you may know about that, but we're we're going to follow the ley lines of the planet. Those are those are energy fields to to help us tune it uh, the way the ancients did. Um, there's so much else we could talk about. I could do two or three more hours last, but I think it runs out in an hour, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, we're we're pretty we've pretty much come to the end of the episode. Kirk, I want to I want to thank you for being our guest tonight. What a what a most delightful episode. This has been so much fun. Thank you for being our guest. Thanks for letting me letting me listen and tuning in, everybody. And hi, everybody from around the planet who's listening. And those of you who've just joined us, feel peace, know you're loved, and and uh, press forward. Peace to you. See ya. We've been talking with Kirk Bradley, and the topic tonight has been the walking dream of the quantum forever evolving, which is the name of his latest book. Kirk uh, embodies, I think, from my perspective, a wonderful uh, collage of curiosity, of passion, of insights, and it can, I think it can be uh, um, overwhelming to have so many irons in the fire, so to speak. But Kirk has a way of doing it uh, with so much grace and, and finesse. I, I'm really delighted for this episode tonight. As I said in the opening comments, um, you, the listener, yes, you, I, I see you there, you, the, uh, you, I'm talking to you, you, the listener, you cannot exhaust 
your potential. You can't. You can't. You can you can expand who you are moment to moment to moment forever and never exhaust that. If I mean you're a vehicle of the divine. Your your persona can be a vehicle of love on planet Earth at this time. Um, although we talked about technology, we talked about healing, we talked about so many things, it's really an expression of love to, through your intention, provide compassion for other human beings. What a fun show. What a delightful show. I, I'm so delighted that we had Kirk on. Kirk and I just met a few months ago, and and so the in the perfect timing of all these things, uh, it, it's been a delight having them on the show. Well, um, time can fly pretty fast. I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us tonight. You've showed up for yourself. Here we are at the end of the episode, and here you are too. Applaud you for showing up for yourselves, for spending the time, taking the time, and pursuing learning about who you are and what your potential is. Always a pleasure. I'm your host, Les Jensen. Until next time, thanks for listening. This has been a New Human Living Radio broadcast. To bring your soul's inspiration into effect and live your life wide open. Check out our host, Les Jensen's book, Citizen King, The New Age of Power, at newhumanliving.com. Thanks for listening.